Welcome to Teaching Brute. Today, we're going to be talking about something that stresses teachers out. Oh, man. And in fact, I got to say, I'm feeling really stressed right now. I'm not there yet, but it's coming. Looming over you? Looming is a good word. I enjoy looming. Yes. It's, the one, it's one of the parts of the job that most of us find the most daunting and probably the least enjoyable. And the one part of the job that most of us would probably say, you know what, I wouldn't miss it if it left. Yep, and that would be, of course, report, report cards. cards. Um, so we're here just to talk about kind of the way we do them as teachers. Um, we've looked online for research about this, and, uh, well, there's obviously there's no research to refute the need for report cards. That's probably true. There's lots of topics about grading and how whether we should get letter grades. That's all there. But we're not talking about that. We're actually talking about writing them. The thing that is daunting, the hard, the the the, the more time-consuming part of it. Um, so we're each going to talk about because uh, one of us is a specialist, the other one is a homeroom teacher. We do it. There's slight differences in what we do. I.e., I have 23 kids, multiple subject areas. I have 236 kids with one subject area. So it tends to make things slightly differently, not gr- not drastically different, but. Slightly different. At the end of the day, we're basically writing the same number of comments. Yeah. Now, the one thing to always remember, though, is, and this is a funny thing to say, no matter how hard we try, you cannot personalize every single comment. What? But we're supposed to. I know. But the reality is... Copy-paste. Copy-paste. I'm not going to go as far as to say copy-paste, because that could get me into a wee bit of trouble. Not saying that you do it. I'm just saying that there are people out there who do. Who do copy and paste. Um, So a few things... Like, I'm a person who likes to be put into a headspace in certain ways. And that helps me form words. For example, I will always start with two Google Docs. One for the boys, one for the girls. And that's not because of a copy-paste situation. That's because it puts me into a certain headspace behind pronoun use. It allows me to keep holding the efficiency of he's and she's in my head for one document, and thus I make less mistakes that way. Uh, And I know they're subtle. It's possible. Plus, you'll often find that when you're writing comments... Certain ones that are similar may often exist, especially with the behavior comments... Amongst boys, like all the boys, you may have some similar kind of topics or ideas you want, might want to talk about. The girls may be the same thing. I've heard that's even more so the case when they hit middle school, high school, when the hormones start flaring. And oh, such yes. And such and such. Because, you know, we react differently as, boy, as boys and girls. Mm-hmm. Uh, or as transgendered. Or etc. So Humans act alike. Yes, they do. Uh, if you're one in a million in China, there's a couple of thousand people just like you. Uh, anyways, um, I'm saying that because we live right next to that border. Um, anyways, so what we're getting, so what I'm getting at here is I put my headspace in boys and girls because it makes life easier that way. So that, secondly, I also do every subject at the same time. So I will do all my math, all my science, all my social studies, etc. Because it makes it puts me in that frame of mind of. What are certain particular subject-specific words that I'm going to be using right now? What words, th- words like numeracy, words like addition, subtraction, the operation, stuff like that. It gives me that kind of frame, frame of headspace to actually do it with. And I find that really good because my brain doesn't need to shift around to various other vocab. I know other teachers who write a full kid's comments before switching. And that's mm-hmm. totally cool, too, because then you're switching, then you're keeping in the headspace of one child's name, one child's gender, etc. It keeps, and you're focusing on that one child and how they've been over various subjects. 
I can see benefits to both. My brain just simply simply compartmentalizes things into the way that I've described. And that's just how I do it. So is there anything that makes it easier? Like, do you have any system or is it the same as everybody else that when it comes to report card time, you're hunting through books, trying to find pieces of work to remember things and write about it? Well, I have a file. Each kid has their own file folder of work. Uh, that they've got. So every kid in my class, I have a separate hanging folder in a drawer. And whenever that's that kid's turn, I yank it out and pop it on my desk. And I go through all the math, the previous math assessments and the observational notes I've written about them. I'll haul out the readers and writers notebooks and kind of go poke through those to confirm and make sure I got things straight in my own head. I'll look at the beginning of the year or pre-assessments and see if there's any changes there since then. Um, it very much depends on the kid. I mean, but for the most part, I've got 23 file folders that I need to look through every single time I do this. Yeah. So one of the things that I did, I might almost call it a hack, is I started writing all of my comments. So they've got their comments in their Google Docs that I write directly on it or um, you know, on a piece of paper when I give them um, feedback in class or something like that. But then I'll also make a copy of all of that within my grading system as I go. Ah, yeah. And my um, PowerSchool administrator who I absolutely adore, made a button for me. And I clicked that button come report card time and it spits out a spreadsheet of every single kid's comments. Mm. So at that point, I've got all the things that I've already jotted down in a, sp- in a single spreadsheet and I can just kind of start crafting my comments from there. Oh, Sometimes yeah. I still have to go back and find work because I look at what I wrote and I'm like, huh, what? I don't understand. Or I'm looking, seeking further clarification so I can bulk out the comment a little bit. Because, you know, sometimes I only write, nice job. Um, and it's kind of like, oh, so what else did they do on that? What was a nice job about that? Now, is that harder to keep track of with that many kids? Like, do you often forget, like, you see a kid's name and going, who was that? Oh, yeah, for sure. Especially because, for me, I'm at such a huge school. I have um, about... 125 new students each year. Mm. The first time I write report cards on them, I don't even know most of their names. Yeah. So I'm actually got my my uh, seating chart, which has all of their pictures on it. Mm. And as I'm going through, especially because there's one class where I have two kids with exactly the same name. <laughs> the only difference in their names is their middle name. So I really have to be aware when I'm doing those ones. And I guess that's a big difference for me where I've got 23 kids, but I get to know those 23 kids rather intensely. I get to know them rather intently and they become, you know, they're kind of a part of my life for that year. So for, so I, I can tell you, I, give me a kid's name, I can tell you exactly who they are. And I've had kids who have the first and same, same first and last name, mm-hmm. but you still know everything about them just by saying their name. I can tell you, oh, this one? Yeah, that one That, that one was this, the, did these sorts of things. He was this sort of way, and he really excelled in this area. So, I mean, that's kind of the difference there, right? Yeah. When I was at a smaller school, and I only had, like, 20 new kids a year because I taught each grade level, then, yeah, it was so much easier to do their report cards because I actually got to know them as a person over a number of years. Yeah. So... so. Anyways. But so. yeah, it's report cards is never an easy thing. No, and it's hours upon hours of work. But in the end, she got to be done. It's got to be done. And realistically, I mean, 
every single person who's given advice has always said this. Keep yourself organized earlier in the year. Yep. It will make your report card life so much easier. Yep. For example, I, when parent-teacher conferences roll around for us, we do them about a month before report cards are due. And the comments that I start writing for like personal notes that I start writing about each kid for parent-teacher conferences ends up being the, ba- the basis for the report card comments. So and I end up writing kind of a lot of the report card comments for parent-teacher conferences. Now, here's one that I recently read about, um, a new blog that I recently started following. There's a school over in Vietnam, and they are actually, not only are they having some of the students help to write their own report cards, they're also getting the parents involved, too. Oh, and some of the, the stakeholders involved? No. All the stakeholders no. are involved. So they're, they're trialing this radical idea of at the parent-teacher conference, and parents are in the room, and teachers are putting the work out, and they're explaining what the task was and stuff like that, and the parents are having to actually go through and not just assign marks, but make comments. Mm. And then all of that comes together, and teacher, student, and parent agree on what's going to go on the report card. Dare I ask what the name of that school is to give them props? It's an international school, and I can't remember what the actual name of it, but it's really long. Their, their acronym was long, and I don't want to say it because I might get it wrong. International School of Ho Chi Minh City? Might be that one. Uh, not Saigon South? We got a couple of people over Saigon South we know. Yeah, we, well, we got a couple of people in a variety of places that we know. That's true. Might be, it, they're definitely in Ho Chi Minh City. Okay. It yeah. might be International School of Ho Chi Minh City. Yeah, that's I C I H. Yeah, C. If you're listening right now, you're part of that school, send us a comment about what your acronym is again. Yeah. <laughs> uh, anyways. Um, all right. So that's the nuts and bolts of report card season. Uh, hopefully make your life a little bit easier or maybe even give you some things to think about that you hadn't thought about before. I recommend many cups of tea and good music. I tend to listen to a lot of soundtrack music, actually. It's very chill. Yeah. All right. Have a good one, folks. Bye.